It's Superhero, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. It's now 8.40 p.m. It's June 28th, and uh, you'll hear some behind-the-scenes couple of songs by Yachtly Crew. Yesterday, we went, we live-streamed from a secret location that had a flamingo floaty and it was fun remind me of like uh, MTV Unplugged were we plugged in? yes was it all acoustic? yes all acoustic? no was Tommy all acoustic? yes did Chaz have a stand up bass? no uh was uh, Rob playing on rocks and uh sticks? No. 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 Bill here some behind the scenes from that. And who knows what else? But thank you so much for listening to Inspirato Projecto. Thank you for for tuning in. Spanning your time with me. And uh who knows? Who knows what's coming up? Who really knows what's coming up? I don't really know what's going on. Time is now 3.35 p.m. The date is the 27th of June. Um, yeah, the crew has been set up over here. In what the, uh, as far as the audience is concerned, a secret location. However, by the time this comes out, it'll already have happened. So I can tell you where we're at. We're at... Chaz Ruiz's house, a.k.a. Baba Booey. Getting the, uh... Getting the, uh... Live stream here ready. Sailor Hawkins, the drummer, he just recently got a snare. As if he doesn't have enough snares, he's got a snare drum that is uh, made of concrete, of all things. Concrete. However, it's not as heavy as one might think for concrete. It's actually a lot Here we go. lighter. Back at it. Robin, you just... I'm about to do a live oh, yeah. <laughs> a test here. Let's check it. Let's check it. Right. I wish I had an iPhone holder on my fucking thing. I know. Now yeah, I wish I had Summer breathe. <clears throat>
clacker. That little clacker kills me. Kills me. Clacker. You gotta, you gotta add that. You gotta do that. What we're about to play here, this is from an old movie called Network. And I think it applies now and forever through the past and the present. And if we keep up with the pace we're doing right now uh, into the future with how the, you know, the media, the news. So just to let me just set this up for you. This is a news anchor. He's on the air. And uh, he was told that his show He's a, he's a news guy, and he was told that the ratings are declining and that he's he's got, you know, basically two weeks left before his show is over. And uh, so the news anchor spends a drunken time with a buddy of his. They talk about the current state of affairs with uh, media, the news, etc., etc., and then uh, he goes into work, and this happens. I have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Banks are going bust. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. And there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios, and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest. I don't want you to ride. I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I want you to get up right now. Get up, go to your windows, open them, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Things have got to change. How many stations does this go out? You've got to get mad. I know it goes to Louisville and Atlanta. We're not going to take this anymore. Then we'll figure out what to do about the depression and the inflation and the oil crisis. But first, get up out of your chairs, open the window, stick your head out and yell, and say, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Who are you talking are they yelling in Atlanta, Ted? But first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I am as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. They're yelling in Baton Rouge. Get up, get up, get up out of your... Son of a bitch! We struck the mother low. Stick your head out of the window, open it, and stick your head out and keep yelling and yell, I am as mad as hell. I'm not going to take this anymore. Just get up from your chairs right now. Go to Where the window. Where are you going? Everybody I don't want to see if anybody's yelling. Open it and stick your head out and yell and keep yelling. I'm...
Man here. Hey, Inspirato, where do you get your information from about COVID and all the stuff that's going on? Are you concerned about fake news, disinformation, misinformation, deep fakes, hoaxes, red flags? What's going on with the fake news? Where do you get reliable information aside from listening to the man behind the machine? Much love. Send us a voicemail. We'll put it on this new episode about disinformation. Um, because all the TV stations keep saying, listen to us, we're the most trusted name in news. CNN says they're the most trusted name in news. CBS says that you could trust them, that they only look at the facts. But all I hear is facts, 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 and yet there's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, fake news being spread around the world, trying to get to the bottom of it, just wanted to get your thoughts. Take care, Inspirato. Much love. Man behind the machine. Man behind the machine. It's so interesting that you say this. This is this is interesting. This is one of the big things that I'm, uh, I I I say a lot to folks is how how can we trust any of the news that's out there? This person over here that has all the facts and figures and statistics, they're reciting from memory. They like to get in the arguments. They like to show off the information that they've they've uh, uh, they dove deep into. Um, and then, and then they, their, their arguments are based on what they learned. And these people over here have arguments that, that they learned that are, that are contradicting the things that these other people over here learned. So uh, I think basically it comes down to all I know personally. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if any of us actually truly know how anything actually really is outside of our own immediate environment and our own personal experiences and even then that's even subjective isn't it because each time we remember a a memory that happened to us we might embellish it we might remember it a different way there's that story of you know let's say for instance uh i remember of a time where my my brother and i are on a uh, um on a swing set and i remember falling off the swing and maybe breaking my tailbone and then my brother's like no no no, that was me <laughs> you know so even even our own personal memories can get kind of wonky could you imagine what the heck happens between when a real life event happens and all the context that's involved with that event all the context all the intricate little details that those who view it from the outside um even they are perceiving it from a particular standpoint, whether it be a religious standpoint, a, 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 um, uh, an organization, you know, maybe they, they side with a particular culture, a particular organization, a particular, um, um, you know, I don't know, I don't, whatever it is that they identify themselves with it becomes a personal thing to them because especially in this day and age where we're taught to really, you know, okay, what's your identity? What are you going to choose? Uh, and then that, that just pigeonholes people into a specific little thing. And then people start yelling at other people about stereotypes. And, uh, yet the, the very same people who are yelling about stereotypes, they themselves can also be yelled at, uh, because they're associated with a particular group because of all the stereotypes that are associated with them. So it just becomes a big shouting match, us versus them, them versus us, me versus you, you versus me, et cetera, et cetera, and so forth. So, uh, it just becomes a convoluted mess. Uh, I'm of the thought that uh, I'm, I'm trying to do my best to just connect with the universe. My relationship with the universe. So I'm looking at it from a universal standpoint. And the stuff that I've learned through the years, the books that I've read, the videos that I've seen, um, whether it be shamans, spiritual teachers, uh, past life regressionists, the idea is that we actually choose our parents, we choose our roles here, characters, just like Shakespeare said, the world's a stage. So this is this is a big stage. We're put we're putting on a play. The the the, the universe. This is the thing. The, this is the theory. Is that the universe is trying? It's experiencing it's experiencing itself. Uh, so it's trying out all this stuff. So whether we're a good guy, regarded as good guy by people, or regarded as a bad guy by people, we we are actually choosing to play these roles to experience what it's like to be uh, embodied as these characters here on Earth and other planets. So there's really no built-in meaning. The meaning is, is based on what 
kind of uh, meaning we're giving it. There's there's a phrase, uh, this guy, Daryl Anka, he channels a spirit named Bashar, and Bashar says, you know, so we're, t- we're taught a lot of times that seeing is believing. What he says is that believing is seeing. So we will see what we all we already inherently believe. We'll see examples of that show up in the world. It's so interesting. Here are a couple of examples. In a text thread recently, one of the guys said, you know, isn't that, isn't that crazy? You know, all, all these restaurants are getting shut down again. The coronavirus is spreading all crazy. Isn't it crazy because the, the protests were out there and all those people were spreading it around. And then another guy in the text thread found information where it said, oh, no, the coronavirus did not spread through the, pro- through the worldwide protests. It kind of, you know, paused. I guess it had a consciousness enough to stop during that time. But then it started back up again after that. And then that's when the coronavirus spread. So then it led me to think, whoa, it, it has a consciousness. So it's, is, is, it, is it choosing when it's going to spread? And is it choosing when it's going to stop? Who, who, who are the people that are investigating those facts and figures? Who are the people who are making those special graphs, those statistics? Because everybody's got a different one, as far as I've seen. So anybody can find information that closely relates to the thing that they identify with, that they side with, that, uh, you know, gosh, we grew up in Chicago, White Sox and, and Cubs fans. Why does anybody have to battle one another? You know, you guys all live in the same city. Why does a White Sox fan have to hate a Cubs fan? And why, why do people give each other flack for that? Just be happy <laughs> that you enjoy your team They enjoy their team and and you have your reasons why you like it and they have their reasons why and, you know, let, 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 let it be just, there you go. Um, There, on, on TikTok, I recently put up a video. I was just, this was my experiment with just what you're talking about here with news, with, um, what kind of information are we gonna are we gonna shake out of this? So I, I put up a quick video on my Inspirato Projecto TikTok. I said, "What's the difference?" You know, it was like a quiz. What's the difference between catching the virus and and then getting a vaccine that has a piece of the virus in it? And so many times people are going, "Well, you're a grown man, and you know you should be. You know, why didn't you Google this?" Well, that's precisely why I didn't Google it. I wanted to see what everybody's opinions were. So everybody had a different opinion. Why is that? Why is that? It's based on the information that they heard or that they're repeating or they're parroting. So they heard this information and now they're sharing it. It's like they're, they're, they're trying to astound us with... Uh, every person was trying to astound one another with how well they could remember information or who could copy and paste stuff they found on the internet, bam, into the comments thing faster. So it, it was really interesting. There's all, all of that um, going on. And I just, I just thought it was interesting. Everybody had a different opinion. So then I put up another video where I saw on, on Twitter where uh, it was off of some TV show where uh, there was a, a boy up on stage and uh, he, he, they put a little uh, mask on his face and then the guy had this device that would measure the CO2 levels within his mask. And then um, it was showing, you know, that the CO2 levels within the mask were actually hazardous. It was actually kind of toxic. And, um, and I've been wearing a mask this whole time. And, it, and, I, and I saw that and I'm like, okay, you know, me not being, you know, scientific or a doctor or anything... I put that up on TikTok. I said, you know, I've been wearing a mask this whole time. Nurses and doctors, what do you think? What are your thoughts about this? Again, I got all these people expressing their opinions about it. And I thought it was really, really interesting. It was really, really, really interesting to hear everybody's opinion. So it just goes to show us that no matter what, we're going to dig and find information that closely relates to, I guess, what we identify with or what we're most excited about. Uh, you know, wanting to share with others. A lot of times that stuff comes out of the ego. Uh, we're, we're taught at a young age about competition rather than cooperation, 
reciprocation, following the golden rule. Let's, let's work together. Let's find the harmony. In fact, there's this event going on called the Harmonic Convergence. It's been happening on Facebook Live. It's so interesting. July 5th through July 14th, um, every day they start at 11, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and they do a, they do a meditation. And then they have speakers throughout the day. It's an online, it's free, uh, different speakers. Today's theme is nature, getting back to nature. Ooh, man, I got to tell you, I woke up, did the meditation, I'm watching this thing, and I was vibrating at such a high level. Isn't that what we really aspire, d- deep down inside, what we actually truly aspire to be? We always hear, uh, uh, you know, we, we want to be satisfied. We want to be um, um, enjoying every moment that we have. We're always hearing from people, I'm overworked. I can't wait for vacation. Oh my gosh, I wish I could travel. Oh my God, I got to get outside or I got to go. You know, you, you want to, we, we, we want to get towards the things that are exciting us, that, that um, are thrilling to us. I don't know of anybody who actually wants to do something that they don't want to do. Or that they're forced to do. Maybe they've, they've come up with a series of uh, reasons for why they're hanging in there or tricked themselves into liking this particular thing. But ultimately, I think we want to be satisfied and we want to be joyful and happy. So I think if we kind of put ourselves in that position of doing the best we can and connecting with the universe, because that's where everything is stemming from anyway. The universe. The universe. Source. What is source? Source is exhilaration. Source is joy. Source is... It's very high vibrating. Very high vibration. That's where we get those great manifestations of reality happening, because we're vibrating at such a high level. So, I say, uh, turn off the news. Turn off the news. Make your own news. What you're doing. So, thank you. Thanks for the question. Here's another little giblet here. Uh, this is from Jack Webb. By the way, I've I've, be, I've found these on Stephen Maddox's page on uh, Facebook. Stephen Maddox. Some of you may know that uh, he has a lot to do with the whole Andy Kaufman lives stuff but anyway that's beside the point check this out it's a man talking to a young fella here we go you just don't understand maybe we do son don't think you have a corner on all of virtue vision in the country or that everybody else is fat and selfish and you're the first generation to come along that's felt dissatisfied they all have you know about different things and most of them didn't have the same opportunity and freedoms that you do let's talk poverty most places in the world, that's not a problem. It's a way of life. And rights, they'll happily give you a blank stare because they may not know what you're talking about. The fact is, more people are living better right here than anywhere else ever before in history. So don't expect us to roll over and play dead when you say you're dissatisfied. It's not perfect, but it's a great deal better than when we grew up. A hundred men standing in the street hoping for one job, selling apples on the street corner. That's one of the things we were dissatisfied about, and you don't see that much anymore. You're taller, stronger, healthier, better educated, and you live longer than the last generation. We don't think that's altogether bad. You've probably never seen a quarantine sign in your neighbor's door. Diphtheria, scarlet fever, whooping cough. Probably none of your classmates are crippled with polio. You don't see many mastoid scars anymore. We've done quite a bit of fighting all around the world. Whether you think it was moral or not, a lot of people are free today to make their own mistakes because of it. And that may just include you. I don't know. Maybe part of it's the fact that you're in a hurry. You've grown up on instant orange juice. Flip a dial, instant entertainment. Dial seven digits, instant communication. Turn a key, push a pedal, instant transportation, flash a card, instant money, shove in a problem, push a few buttons, instant answers. But some problems you can't get quick answers to no matter how much you want them. We took a little boy into Central Receiving Hospital yesterday. He was four years old. He weighs eight and a half pounds. His parents just haven't bothered to feed him. Now give me a fast answer to that one. One that'll stop that from ever happening again. And if you can't settle that one, what about the 55,000 Americans who will die on the highways this year? That's nearly six or seven times the number that'll get killed in Vietnam. Why aren't you up in arms about that? Or is dying in a car somehow moral? Tell me how to wipe out prejudice. I'll settle for just the prejudices you have inside yourselves. 
Show me how to get rid of the unlimited capacity for human beings to make themselves believe that they're somehow right and justified in stealing from somebody or hurting somebody. And you just about put this place here out of business. I don't think that we're telling you to lose your ideals or your sense of outrage. They're the only way things ever get done. And there's a lot that still needs doing, and we hope you'll tackle it. You don't have to do anything dramatic like trying to come up with a better country. You can find enough to keep you busy right here. While you're at it, don't break things up in the name of progress or crack a placard stick over somebody's head to help him see the light. Be careful of his rights, because your property and your person and your rights aren't any better than his. And next time, you may be the one to get it. We remember a man who killed six million people and called it social improvement. So hang in. Don't try to build a new country. Make the old one work. It has for over 400 years. And by the world's standards, that's hardly more than yesterday. I was just thinking about the idea of boundaries. I was thinking about that idea where, you know, the same therapist who tells you to set boundaries is the same therapist who says expand your horizons um, you know when I think of boundaries it's like no I don't like that don't do that stop that and yet at the same time we're told that we have to work through certain things to get past barriers and obstacles that we have in our brains um, one example is Marky little cat Marky he loves being pet he loves being pet. Oh, he just loves it. He loves it. You pet him, he loves it. He purrs so loudly. He's so loudly, but if you try to get next to him, you try to put your head on him or, or kiss his little forehead, he's like, he, he, he just hates it. He gets out of there. He gets out of there. And one might say, well, respect his distance. He's got boundaries. That's, you know, that's non-consensual. You're trying to kiss that little cat on the forehead. Can't you see he doesn't want that? He doesn't like that. It's not his modus operandi. To someone else, to someone else, they might say, oh, he just needs some getting used to it, you know. Once a cat gets used to it, to the snuggles, they can't get enough of them. They love them. So do you respect the boundaries of the animal or do you not respect the boundaries of the animal? My friend Dana, she helps that dog whisper whisperer guy with rehabilitating these animals with helping them get better mmm mmm so good mmm pasta so she helps rehabilitate these little guys make them better it's one dog that's been there I think geez two or three months and um I guess he was like a year old, very aggressive. The owners got a hold of this little guy and he just didn't want anything to do with anything. But after two months or three months, whatever, these people beat, you know, of the dog being there diligently, they worked with Leon. Eventually Leon got really good and, and started loving people and, 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 and appreciated pets, getting pet and playing and all that jazz, hanging out with people. So he had to work through those obstacles. He had to work through that that resistance. Um, so it's like... On the one hand, we hear, well, it takes something devastating in order for us to change. In order for us to change what? Our boundaries? Change our boundaries? Change our definitions? Can you hold the same... Boundaries yet ex- expand your horizons? Is that possible? Because you're still looking through the lens. There's still a, a certain, only a certain paradigm that sort of encompasses it. It's only a certain area. But anything within those confines, I suppose. Hmm. That's an interesting thing. Some people are very resistant to ideas, but 
someone else's ideas, you know, but they might like their own. So the interesting thing would be like, okay, what makes a thing funny to this person? Why would they accept an idea? What is the way in which they receive it? What is the lens they're looking for? Because then how can we look through that lens to kind of... Mm, morph and alter? You know, if it's a boss or something. I need you to alter design certain things. It happens all the time. Um, with creating designs for Wisefinger. There might be something that's a little off, and then Samantha goes, oh yeah, how about, can you clean this up, or change this, or add this? So, so it's interesting. So we're expanding the horizons. You know, which, I guess it's all definition, huh? Which one is worth, what's called, what do we consider expanding horizon? What do we consider... Um, a boundary I mean would another word for a boundary be like a limited focus because you have a, a like a only a certain area only a certain area is allowed so here are the rules within this area these are the rules Um, the tricky thing is when people break those rules they break their own rules then they want you to go along with them and contribute to the breaking of their own rules um, and then what do you do do you defer back over to them or do you do you defer to them or do you default to what the original plan was? When is a sarcastic person only being silly? And when are they being serious? You don't know. Leaders who constantly analyze their movements, move, 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 movements. Uh, can hold up a lot of progress like that. Hmm. Like, uh, give me out the crew. Remember in the beginning, there's certain things that, like a certain focus, they would claim they're going for. But then, I'd see the guys step over that. Some of them step over it. And then you go, wait. Okay, so that's okay now. Now we're going forward with this thing. What is the staunch, like at what point, at what point, like yeah, what are those elements that have to line up in order for you to surrender your, your, your belief system, jump ship? And if you disobey your original belief system, why are we sticking to that belief system in the first place? Is it because we like the... Um, the benefits that come up out of... Uh, that come out of being obedient to a particular mindset, belief system... Like, how is it? It's interesting. It's interesting. So if the belief system is so far deeply entrenched, hooked in there, 
fully committed, all in, and then it changes. Now? Now what? And then when we disobey that original belief system, yeah, what are those elements that make us just, like, what are the, what are the elements or what is the one element? What's the key or what are the series of elements that need to line up in order for us to betray a belief system or to feel okay with changing it? And then feel okay with changing it back again? Is it a series of coming up with enough good reasons? Is it because we got a certain amount of people in our lives that are hailing the the uh, the, the benefits of a particular thing? And so we're like, okay, that, there we go. Okay, they've changed my mind. That, you know, that person said that really poetic uh, paragraph right there. That's, that's, I'm changing everything. And then, what next? When we change those belief systems, then what? What's the most important thing? Our, our moment-to-moment life, our moment-to-moment, are we happy? Are we enjoying what's happening going on right now in this moment in time? Because this is the only moment that's worth anything. This moment is the only moment worth anything. This moment is the only moment worth anything. This moment. This moment. This moment. Because from this moment, we can think back through the past. We can we can remember everything that happened to us in the past. From this moment, we can do that. We can do that. And wonder about the future or... Freak out about the future, as, as some might do. What's next? What are these repercussions? Constantly worrying. What's going to be next? What's going to be next? Oh my gosh, I'm sure it's all going to fall apart. Oh my gosh, I'm sure it's going to turn out horribly. And then, just, and then just betting on that. What are the benefits of betting on that? So it's the belief system... Because if we're... Okay. Okay, well, okay. I'll, I was going to say this. What, is the belief system worth the benefits you're, we're, you know, that you get, that one gets out of it? And that's what keeps us along with it. It's the benefits. What are the benefits of this belief system? How does it make me feel? Another question might be, how do I like the community that's surrounding this? Does it make me feel good about myself? Your mental health is a number one. Number one, number one, number one. If your mental health is on the fritz and, and you are feeling depressed and you're cutting yourself all the time and thinking about killing yourself uh, uh, or, or thinking that you're not good enough for, I don't know what that enough thing is. What's the enough thing? What, what's the level you're trying to reach? What's that thing you're trying to fill? What's the gap between here and there? What is that? How far does that feel to you? Is that a big chasm? <laughs> is that a big chasm between you, between you standing here and that thing over there that you want or desire or hope to one day become? Is it right around the corner all the time? Is it always just way down? Oh, someday, 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 someday. someday. Gosh, someday. I, my little cat Gonzo. <clears throat> What was, what was important, those moments to moments? Dreaming of possible futures, of wonderful, extravagant futures where my cat can have a yard to run around in or hallways to just go just running, running, wide open, freedom, freedom, pure satisfaction. I was thinking a lot about that for the future. Uh, I would say more than actually like giving a full amount of attention to each and every single moment with that little guy. It's crazy. In the back of our brains, it's easy to, to we always hear this phrase, take for granted. And little Gonzo kid, he'd take it for granted. Oh, he's, he'll be around another 10 years. As we all know, 10 years can go so fast, man. So fast. Where do these wrinkles on my face come from? Where the hell did they come from? Where did this crease in my forehead between my eyes come from? I know from worrying too much. 
Is my worried sir design a, a, a reflection of my insight? Of course, in some, some way. Worried, 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 worried about what? About the next big disaster around the corner. There's always some threat of some big, horrible, terrible thing happening. The doomsday clock, might we remind you, we're three seconds away from dooms, from, from 12. Uh-oh, just to remind you all, just to remind you all, we have our top experts. So let's take another photo. We got our top experts here determining, based on your feelings and your uh, 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 self-respect, how you treat one another, we're going to use that. And then, and then put that data into our doomsday clock. And we are going to determine just how happy you are as a nation and how close you are to killing each other. So right now we're three seconds away. We're going to set the clock. Why does that exist? For the quantum-minded. For the quantum-minded. For the quantum-minded. This is the reset. This ought to be the default each and every single time. For the quantum-minded. Okay. Uh, the thought makes the paradigm precipitation. The thought, the word, the action, the excitement, the talking about it, the thinking about it. That's the thing that's activating it. That's the thing that's activating it. So imagine right now. So right now I'm imagining that everything let's say if this is a big raindrop. Well in the big raindrop. So all that water, there's all this water contained in this raindrop here. It's all precipitating. I'm talking, those vibes are going out there. Those are somehow detectable by someone or something out there. There's got to be some voice detection uh, 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 person right now who's somehow picking this up. That might be an interesting podcast, actually. A person is doing his podcast on his balcony, and one of those people, like I'm imagining way across here, there's this like, I don't know how many... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, maybe eight, nine stories high. Apartment complex way over there. It's possible there could, there could be someone, you know, let's say there's a movie and there's someone sitting in there and they're testing out one of their football radar hearing mechanisms and they're pointing it right over here. Maybe they got binoculars. I don't know. But they're pointing it right over here. And here I am talking to my, my podcast to you. And he's hearing it. That would be cool. That would be a cool thing. They get to hear these benefits of... Because some of the... Man... Yeah, they get to hear the benefits of basically a radio show that's happening with, without without uh, major broadcasting capabilities, so to speak. So to speak, at this moment in time. Anyway. At some point, I imagine that Anchor will enable that type of function where you could you could... Actually, just like with Spoon, that you could actually record in real time. It, it goes live. I've done a couple of them. They're on Spoon. If you get that app, look up Inspirato Projecto. I did two live podcasts. You could go up for like two hours. So you could save it. Save it in your archives for people to listen to later. And I did it with uh, the wonderful folks who run the Awesome Sauce Radio podcast. And they also run uh, Cannabis Conundrum. And so they were on there. It was great. They're a lovely couple. Stoned out of their gourd. They have a an Instagram. Oh, yeah. Check out their podcasts. Check out their podcasts. These guys, they do the deep diving. If you like conspiracy theories, these guys, you know, these guys are part of the detectives that are out there diving deep. Some people get a thrill. You know, everyone's got a thing that they get, they're, they get, they're so thrilled about. Right now, I'm imagining car mechanics who get so thrilled about seeing how all those little things fit together putting them together all those little mechanisms pipes electricity things spark plugs all that all that stuff 
the thrill that must come from putting all those little tiny nuts and bolts and every single thing is essential. Every single thing is essential. That right there is an extraordinary symbolic representation of the universe, isn't it? We always hear about how with plays they say there are no small parts, only small actors. Which is why it was always fun to be able to play these parts that were just smidgens, just little We're popping in, popping out. Hello, and see you later. Here I am, and goodbye. You can just power pack it. You could power pack it. You could power pack it, man. Do a test. Do a test. Think about... Oh. Okay. Think about... I'm going to tell you of a very recent manifestation that happened... Uh, which I'd actually talked about on here in a past episode. Most likely the Mad Magazine episode. I should call it a Mad... Oh, i got to change the title of it. It's called uh, uh, Something Pandemic. Pandemic Patience, I think it's called. Maybe I'll call it Mad Pandemic Patience. Maybe that's what I'll rename it. Uh, that That... They talked a lot about Mad Magazine. So, do something for me. Here's a little experiment. Test it out if, if you like. If you like doing these types of things. Imagine... Gets, get very excited about something. Think about... Oh, actually, here. Think about this. Think about something that recently happened to you that was really exciting... Something that you were like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. I was just talking about this the other day. And think about the most recent time that that happened. Think about that. When was the most recent time that happened? I would say write it down. Please write it down. The more you write this stuff down, the more you, 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 get, you got it right there. It's through your own handwriting. There's, a, there's an intrinsic, subliminal, subconscious gluing oh my god it smells so fresh out here wow I'm caught in sort of like a deja vu moment here as that plane flew by oh my god as that plane flew by I felt like the wind pick up and I felt like just just this freshness coming out and about I could smell kind of like a laundry like someone's doing laundry a great smell freshness and as that plane flew over, just this, the certain smells, man, it brought me back to a dream that I can't even remember what the hell the dream was about. But I felt this deja vu of like, yeah, this is very familiar. Very familiar. So do a test about the things that you were just recently that were just so exciting to you. And you... We're just so impressed by it. And then and then look at the trail. So pretend, pretend that that thing happened because of something you talked about. Just play with that idea. It's a fun experiment. This is what I like to do. I like to do this a lot. And the more that I do it, the better I get. I sharpen it because then it goes backwards. I sharpen it. And then, and then the gap between when you're thinking about it and when it happens shortens. It's amazing. It's like it's a muscle that's being worked, I feel. I feel it's like a muscle that's being worked. So, like if you went to, if you would try to do push-ups right now, how many could you do? But probably after a week of, of you know, pushing yourself more and more, you'd be able to do 40 push-ups, no problem. Right away, bam, right away. So that manifestation, you imagine, okay, this thing just happened. What are some possible reasons why this happened well let me think well you know what's so interesting just the other day i was talking with my mom about this type of car and this old tv show and what the heck and all of a sudden there i am and i'm walking along and there's there's that that very car from that tv show for sale in the parking lot in the ralph's parking lot it's got a for sale sign on it and by by gum by golly i bought that i bought that old car with my stimulus money which by the way i still have not gotten it's on its way. That's on its way. It's on its way. 
We're talking about manifestation, actually. Right here, right now. So why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? Why would I? Because I say so. So just think about that. Think about the stuff that... That recently happened to you that you're so excited about. Look at the... Look at the... Uh, look at the line... From whence it came... Connect the dots. Follow the breadcrumb trail. And it's fun because then the more that you do that, the more you realize that you're actually making that happen. You're making that happen. Looking at it backwards is just a fun way of doing it because you're, you're, you're offering a couple of different angles of looking at its existence, we'll just say. It's like you're offering it the honor, the dignity, the respect of various perspectives and al in allowing it to uh, to express itself and what's so cool is that you'll find yourself in, in these in moments where you can either find yourself flipping out or being very excited about something and you go wow and you go you know what holy cow I got all these examples and you're going to look in your journal and you go oh my god here are all these examples where I was thinking about something or talking about something with someone and getting so excited about it and all of a sudden it pops up right here in my life here it is and now you're just doing it you're doing it the other way and so imagine, so imagine, imagine the vibe, imagine the energy. That's the other, that's the other thing that I think would be cool to look at. So, so when something extraordinary happens for you and you go, well, I never expected something like that to happen. And then you look at the reasons behind why, and you look at them and you go, okay, these are reasons why. It's because I talked about this because I, you know, had a long conversation about, about it with this person because I was online looking at pictures of this thing. Because I was writing an email to that company asking them, you know, certain things. Bam, here's this thing. And just imagine how, what, you know, maybe what songs were you listening to at that time? Were they songs that made you feel good? Um, who, you, who had you recently been talking to? You know, what are those ingredients? And... ingredients you just do it the other way backwards backwards and you say you know what I'm gonna get so excited and the other thing you notice you go you know what I I was talking about that thing and it was just so funny and it was crazy I, I didn't expect it to happen I didn't expect it there you go that's a key don't expect it just get excited, happy, start talking about something. Imagine something. Cook up the possibility. Cook up the possibility. Imagine that. Just make a goulash. Make a soup. Pretend it's a recipe. Just play with it. Play with it. Pretend it's a recipe. Pretend it's a recipe. Are you really that old that you're so you're crystallized in your opinions and your belief systems? And nope, this is the way to do it. And this is the way it's always gotta be. Come on, there's gotta be some experimentation left in in that old bag of bones. <laughs> Right, there's gotta be some experimentation left. Young at heart, baby. Young at heart. Uh, oh, by the way, if you want to leave any messages on here, please call five six one two zero three nine one seven nine or call up the hotline and leave them on there, and I'll I'll put them on here. I'll upload them on here. I think you'll get a kick. I think you'll get a kick out of it. Uh, also, if you've got any questions, uh, or if you want to send in some audio, send it to inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com and I will put it on here. Okay, here we go. Let's go. We'll be right back.
There's nothing there insanity At least it's not for me Wind is right, you can say we find tranquility. Oh, the canvas can do miracles. Just you eat and see. Believe me. It's not far to never, never land. The fees are different. And if the wind is right, you can find the joy. Of innocence again Oh, the canvas can do miracles Just to wait and see Believe me Sailing takes me away To where I've always heard It's the best of me when I'm sitting All caught up in the red ring Every word is a symphony Won't you believe me? Wind is right, you can sail away. Finds my dream.